If you would like our free newsletters on various religious topics, just send us an email at cdebater at aol.com and free newsletters will be sent to you by mail. Just provide your postal address in your email. The following are samples of some of the newsletters we have available. Does God Believe in Atheists? Part 1 Seventh-day Adventism, True or False? The Agony of Deceit The Origins of Muhammad's Religion Spiritual Warfare Are Psychic Mediums Communicating with Ghosts or Demonic Spirits? Testimony to the Eternal Godhead, the Trinity. From Tradition to Truth, a Priest's Story. An Evaluation of the Oneness Pentecostal Movement. Mormonism, Counterfeit Christianity. Turn or Burn. Jehovah's Witnesses, Deceived Deceivers. Links to these newsletters can also be found at our website, www.biblequery.org Once on the homepage, simply click on the menu icon at the upper left-hand corner. Then click on the Newsletters button. Feel free to print them out. 1 Peter 3.15 says, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. So I learned that while truth matters, life matters more. And I, I started studying uh, what was communicated by the progeny of Watchman Nee, said to me, truth matters, life matters more. And so I learned that while truth matters, life matters more. And I, I started studying uh, what was communicated by the progeny of Watchman Nee, said to me, truth matters, life matters more. Another major reason Hank Hanegraaff left biblical Christianity for Eastern Orthodoxy is in his own statement, which is as follows. You open those cathedral doors, and suddenly the smell of incense. You hear the bells. You see the icons. And it's all foreign to you. So you need some contextualization. And I think for most Protestants, they do not have that. And therefore, sometimes... They fear the worst, end quote, says Hanegraaff. So Hanegraaff needs the smell of incense. He needs to hear bells. You might say the smells and bells. And to see icons on the walls and on the ceiling of dead people. And this is to give him more spirituality. And that's why Eastern Orthodoxy has become the religion for him. Answer man, Walter Martin, you're on the air. I'm calling to find out if there's any scriptural basis for marital separation. Stay 
you for the answer to this and other important questions as the Christian Research Institute presents Dateline Eternity with Professor Walter Martin, the Bible Answer Man. Professor Martin is the founder and director of the Christian Research Institute, San Juan Capistrano, California, and professor of comparative religions at Melody Land School of Theology in Anaheim. The Christian Research Institute is supported through the gifts and prayers of people like yourself who are interested in straight answers from the Bible. We hope that as this program of pre-recorded questions and answers unfolds, you will find answers to your questions. Of course, the ultimate answer to all questions is Jesus Christ. Who is Walter Martin? Professor Martin, founder and director of the Christian Research Institute, is widely acknowledged as the outstanding evangelical authority on pseudo-Christian cults and the study of comparative religions in America. He has debated some of the most controversial intellects in this country through his popular radio and television ministry and is the author of numerous articles in national magazines. His best-selling book, Kingdom of the Cults, has become the primary reference work in this field. In Walter's excellent 1980 tape series on Romanism, which included the titles Justification by Faith, Purgatory, Roman Catholic Mass, Mary, the Mother of Jesus, Penance, and Peter the Rock, Catholic Church Tradition in the Bible. As Christians, what ought our attitude to be? It ought to be an attitude of gratitude, an attitude of joy, because God has delivered us from this system into the glorious liberty of the sons of God. We are not the descendants of this papacy, nor do we wish to be. We do not wish its sacraments. We do not wish its dogmas. We worship only Jesus Christ, King of kings and Lord of lords, Redeemer and Savior of lost men. We reject a corrupt church, a backslidden church, an apostate church, and reach out to her people with the love of Christ, holding forth Holy Scripture, as Strossmeyer said, and standing upon the liberty wherein Christ has set us free. Let us not think that Rome has changed her basic positions. She has not. Her catechisms are essentially the same. Her dogmas, uncompromising. It is the same Roman Catholic Church as at the Council of Trent, only carefully adapted to American Protestant culture. It is a Roman Catholic Church which today threatens Protestantism in various parts of the world whenever she gains the upper hand. Spain, Central America, Latin America, Italy, Ireland, bastions of Roman Catholicism are known for their marked intolerance of Protestantism, for their unwillingness to let Protestants build churches or only a restricted number are permitted. And still we are told that the church has adapted to the 20th century. No, the church has adapted to the necessity of survival in the 20th century as she always has, but she has never changed the position. 
Peter is not the first pope, nor does he have the power, his descendant, that is, have the power to legislate for Christians. When he tells you that he thanks the Virgin Mary for sparing his life when he is assassinated, and yet he is the vicar of Jesus Christ by profession, then I think it's time to realize that is the kind of leadership we do not wish to follow and we wish to discourage other people from following. His other articles on Romanism from his Ford magazine, such as Charismatics and the Cult of Mary, which included his classic Seven Steps to Deity article outlining how Romanists have made a goddess out of the Virgin Mary, which actually references back to his book from 1960, which proves how Professor Martin exposes the false Roman Catholic religious system. Greetings and welcome once again to our program. I'm Larry Wessels, your host, and I'm the director of Christian Answers. And I want to thank you for being with us today for another episode of Christian Answers Presents. And as usual, I have one of my very favorite special guests with me on the program, Rob Zins. Rob, great to have you here, brother. Thank you, Larry. Great to be here. It's always, it's always a, a, a mighty pleasure for me to have you here. Uh, and I get a, you get a lot of fan support out there among my channel subscribers on C Answers TV, which stands for Christian Answers Television. Uh, so I, as we get into this show, a lot of my viewers already know who you are. Uh, what I'd like you to do real quick is, because we've got time limits here to do this show. Mm -hmm. We don't have as much time as we usually have because of other factors. So we're going to kind of rush through what we can get through in the time we have available. But just briefly, just tell our new viewers who you are. My name is Rob Zins, and I have been doing videos with Larry since 1990. And uh, he and I are no stranger to doing videos together. And if you look on YouTube, I think you'll find that... Uh, We've done this um, many, many times. But I'm honored to be here again as Larry's guest. And I have a special burden on my heart today. Most of my work is done in apologetics and exposing the Roman Catholic religion for what it is. And I've done the main work of my life in writing books and articles and an entire website designed to help Christians understand the Roman Catholic religion and witness to those who are lost in that religion. But today, we're going to do a special video on something that's very dear to my heart, and that's the area of apologetics and the trustworthiness of those who have the responsibility to be perfectly honest and perfectly faithful to the Word of God. And yet, for some reason or another, there are several of them out there, and we're going to discuss one such person who have a streak of deceit, I would call it. And uh, we're going to expose this kind of deceit and and this kind of double speak and this kind of misinformation and actually the disingenuous uh, presentation many times of the Word of God uh, by uh, some of these uh, false prophets and uh, uh, they're really false apologists in my opinion because they're not staying steady with the Word of God. So we've selected one such person and uh, we'll try to be as honest and direct as we can in this video to expose the error of this way, and to warn Christians, be very, very careful with this man and this entire ministry that he is promoting. 
Okay, very good, very good. Now, the, as we get into this video, I just wanted to mention real quick a couple of items. Uh, first of all, it, this is a very, it happens to be on this day we're recording my birthday. I just turned, at the time of this recording, I just turned 62. You don't so, look a day over 60, really. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that compliment. I appreciate it. So anyway, I thought it'd be kind of cool because it is my birthday, and I'm, the Lord's already blessed me with a great birthday present, having two of my favorite people here with me, good old Rob Zins, and of course behind the cameras where no one ever sees him, but uh, my video uh, man, uh, those are two of my favorite people in the world. And on my birthday, I get, to have, I get to be with both of them at the same time. It's wonderful. And I just thought I'd share this. I saved it as a surprise for myself just for this video. Uh, my, my daughter, uh, Marlena, gave me a birthday card. And so I'm going to open it right now for the first time ever and see what she gave me. I don't have a clue what it is. So I'm with the viewers here. I don't know any more than, than they would know. And so let's see what she gave me. She gave me a chrome metal auto emblem of a UT Longhorns football helmet. So I guess I've got to add that to my car now so she won't be insulted. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, anyone that knows me, I graduated from the University of Texas. I've got a degree in advertising. Of course, I got saved two weeks after I got my diploma mm. from the University of Texas at Austin. And after that, all I cared about advertising was Jesus Christ. Right. And by God's grace, he's allowed me to do it now. For all these years, I got saved in 1981, so I've been advertising Jesus Christ uh, well, that whole time. Well, her timing's pretty good because that University of Texas football team is making a comeback. Yeah, they thank had you. a great win against Georgia in yeah, that bowl game. That's right. Many used, of them pick them to see, be he's so he's so good at this football stuff because you used to be a football coach. I did, and you used to play. You used to play football. Right? I did. What was your position? Outside linebacker, and I coached in Texas of all places. All right, five A high school down you, in Houston, Texas. You couldn't find. In fact, I'm I was uh, I'm from Houston, Texas, and you couldn't have coached in a better state. So you're you're doing great on that, brother. I could have been in a better state <laughs> of mine. I wasn't at the time. Right, I understand. But but anyway, to go on with my daughter here, I thought I'd just, since she gave me that wonderful present, and thank you, Marlena, if you're seeing this video. But I wanted to mention to my viewers at home that my daughter, Marlena, got saved, I don't know, over a decade ago, got born again, and uh, she's devoted her life to Christ, and now she sings music. She writes her own songs uh, and performs them also, and they play her songs on the Christian radio, which is cool, you know. Wonderful. But uh, she's she's written two Christian albums. Here's one, one her, her first album called "Win This Fight." Uh, Marlena Christine, that's her middle name, and uh, in here's uh, all her songs that she did. But uh, just to show this to the folks at home, there's a picture of my my oldest baby, uh, uh, Marlena, and she really loves the Lord and sings unto His praise and glory. And uh, so that's album number one, and I'll just set this down for now. By the way, I'm going to give these to Rob after we leave as a little present uh, for coming out here to Texas to do these videos. And then here's our other uh, CD album called God Created, and uh, that's an 18-week-old ultrasound of my third granddaughter, Ona. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Uh, Inside, of course, is her eight songs that she wrote and performed, except for the last song on here is uh, When I Can Read My Title Clear by Isaac Watts. But it's a, a great rendition of that, uh, that famous <clears throat> hymn. Uh, so anyway, I'm the proud daddy, 
And, of course, Rob's going to get these at the end of the show. And uh, before we lead into what Rob's going to be talking about, I want to kind of set things up. First of all, Rob mentioned we've been doing videos since 1990, which is almost 30 years ago now. Right. And right. Uh, so I thought people would have a, some fun seeing what Rob looked like back in 1990 when we did our very first show together. And so just for a few minutes here, you're going to see a clip from Rob and me back in 1990 when I did our first show, which started a 16-hour, 16-part video series mm. that played on cable access TV in Austin, Texas, and surrounding areas to 400,000 households back then uh, for years. So had a had a nice impact for the the Lord's glory. So check that out. And we'll be back after that. I want to make sure that if there are Roman Catholics uh, who are going to be watching this video, uh, Roman Catholic theologians, priests, uh, lay people, that you will understand that we freely admit, at least I do, that the Protestant community has been guilty of some of the same types of uh, oppression and persecution Exactly. That runs contrary to this non-carnal, non-violent uh, way of thinking that's given to us in the New Testament. Uh, we cringe at the thought of the Puritans leaving England due to the persecution of the Roman Catholic religion upon them, establishing a colony in Massachusetts and immediately running off Roger Williams to Rhode Island because he disagreed with them. We understand that our history, too, is checkered with this type of statist church commingling that really has nothing to do with the gospel of Christ because you cannot protect the gospel with the sword. And we're not saying that. What we are saying is that the sword was the protection of the theocracy of Israel, and in history it has been used by the Roman Catholic religion and on some occasions by those who deny Romanism as a method of enforcing of a religion. So I'm not trying to build a straw man here uh, that, that we're blowing away. We understand the air exists on both sides, but we are exposing here the elements of Judaism that are very similar to the elements of Roman Catholicism, a system to reach God that runs contrary to the simplicity of the biblical record. Right. It's not that the Protestants have not violated the same thing you were just mentioning. What, we're, what this is pointing out is this is the New Testament uh, precedent. This is what it's saying to do, not saying exactly. that Protestants haven't messed up there themselves exactly. in that case. Okay, so we just went down memory lane there with, with Rob. I, I also wanted to mention a little memory lane of, of myself because I, I've been doing television, cable access television since 1985, but I've been doing evangelism uh, uh, ministry since 1981, the year, very year I got saved, I couldn't help myself. Got a degree in advertising, got to advertise Jesus, so I didn't waste any time. I was, mm -hmm. I was an expert, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I, uh, I was doing, uh, I was director of evangelism ministries at our church. It was called Day Spring uh, Evangelism, but back then in the early 80s, uh, some friends of mine put together this little <laughs> thing. I always thought was kind of fun. Uh, it, it's that's a picture of me, of course. Back when I was a young man, I used to have a mustache. Uh, I, I looked so young, I wore, a, grew a mustache because uh, I got stopped by the police one time, and they thought I was too young to be driving, so I started wearing a mustache. But anyway, uh, this this thing says, "Do you know this man? He is a member of a small band of followers of Jesus Christ, known as Day Spring Evangelism." 
better known as Cold Busters. Uh, watch out for him in, an area, in your area soon. And of course, they got this little circle with the X in it, and it's got all the cults. I mentioned it, the, the Mormons, uh, the Jehovah's Witnesses, Scientology, local church, uh, Ekinkar, and all, all the way down the line. And so I've been basically doing this kind of uh, Christian apologetic, as Rob mentioned, apologetics work since almost the very beginning as I, I, I started. And of course, when we do this kind of ministry, we've been putting out newsletters and things. And the very first newsletter we ever put out through Christian Answers, I've worked with three different ministries apologetically, but uh, in 1994, we started Christian Answers. And we started putting out a newsletter to go with it. And the very first newsletter we ever put out for our Christian Answers ministry, volume one, number one, uh, was with a certain fella here. Here's a picture of him. Do you recognize this guy, Rob? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Who is that guy? Oh, so, he's got, he shares the same name as I. Yeah, he's, he's got the same name. Relative, <laughs> <laughs> so there, there we are. This is this newsletter's from 1994. But of course, I had already been doing videos, as you've already seen, with Rob four years previous to that. But Rob did our very first newsletter, and uh, it was dealing with Roman Catholicism uh, and so forth. And we got more recent newsletters. This one's on 7th Day Avenue. Anyone that wants to know more about our newsletters, just uh, call or write or email or, or get on our website. It's got all our back issues, and you can download them, print them out, whatever you want to do there. It's on BibleQuery.org. Okay, now as we get this show set up to deal with uh, the individual that mainly Rob's going to focus on, uh, I want to mention uh, the, the the person he's mainly going to focus on, and that'll be Hank Hanegraaff, the so-called Bible Answer Man. And I want to mention to folks that uh, we have done an extensive video. It's over five and a half hours long mm. uh, on YouTube. And here's this long video that we put out on Hank Hanegraaff. It's already got over 200,000 views. And uh, it's called Hank Hanegraaff, Walter Martin's Greedy Judas, the Fake Bible Answer Man. And from my perspective, Hanegraaff was never the legitimate heir to Walter Martin's ministry. Walter Martin had a good evangelistic, Bible-believing ministry dealing with uh, Christian apologetics and the cults. And now it's been taken over by someone who I would consider to be a cultist. <laughs> so so that's, the, that's the amazing thing about it. Was Hanegraaff really Walter Martin's hand-picked successor? Or why does Hank make over $250,000 a year? Why did he fire so many key people after he took over in 1989? Why did C.R.I. buy him a $66,000 Lexus sports car in 2004? Is Hanegraaff's personal witness training a plagiarism of evangelism explosion? by D. James Kennedy. Did Hanegraaff actually plagiarize D. James Kennedy's evangelism explosion for his own personal witness training? Next, let's hear from well-known minister Dr. D. James Kennedy of Coral Ridge Ministries in Florida about this issue. I began to get numerous uh, letters from people telling me that he had been attacking me again on several more occasions on his radio program. He has been doing this off and on for the last three or four years and has attacked me in books and on tapes and uh, his magazine. 
I've made it a position over 42 years of ministry that though I would take on the atheists and the agnostics and the cultists and the pagans and the humanists and the evolutionists, that I never would uh, attack fellow evangelical believers. And so uh, I had called him one time trying to get him to uh, not do that, but he continued to, to do it, and apparently is increasing that attack. And so I finally simply wrote a letter to the people that uh, had responded, ha had sent me letters telling me that he was attacking me, tried to explain uh, what, why what he said wasn't the case. And apparently, and I'm not sure, but somebody said that they think that he took that and put it on the web and made it public, and now is accusing me of attacking him, which is utterly absurd because I have been sitting here saying nothing for three or four years while he has continued this assault. When he was with us, he would then represent us to donors anywhere in the country, not just Atlanta. Uh, but when he left us and went to Atlanta, he no longer was. Okay, so um, there was no reason to, so he didn't just, he didn't have to, he, he didn't leave the EE program